0: Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Millennials Podcast. It is eight ten p.m. on Monday, January 7th. Welcome back, and thanks again for listening. And if you're new, hey, we're your hosts, Rochelle
1: and Samuel Shoyola.
0: We're the creators of marriagemillennials.com, which is a blog that discusses God's design for family, teaches millennials to honor Christ before marriage, and prepares them for family. Pretty much, we teach millennials to honor Christ before a spouse and with one, while preparing them for family, if that is a current desire they have.
1: Alright, and before we get started, as always, we want to tell you where you can keep the convo going with us after the end of this podcast as well as some housekeeping for the site. This will be posted on the site MarriageForMillennials.com. So if you have any questions, feel free to comment below on that post or you can also visit the Facebook page backslash Millennials. Rose's Twitter and IG handle are at Rochelle Shoyola, and mine is at Samuel Shoyola. So feel free to follow and talk with us there as well. Also, the podcast is on all listening outlets, so subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. Just type marriage for Millennials in the search bar and it will pop up for you.
0: Last thing, if you've been following, or even if you haven't, there are a ton of cool things on the site from books to free courses, products, and more. So feel free to check that out as well. Alrighty, guys, let's jump in.
1: All right. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, guys. I'm so glad to be back. Um, yes, we, we are. Yeah, we took a couple weeks off just to enjoy family and just, you know, get into that holiday feels, I guess. I wasn't like super into the holidays this this year, um, but it was great to be around family and, you know, do the kind of small and intimate things that we did do. Um, we hope that you guys have had a great first week of the year. Um How was your New Year's Eve? I mean, our New Year's Eve was um, pretty chill, but it was awesome. Like, it was just right
1: yeah yeah um, we actually spent a good amount of time with friends uh just fellowshipping, and we enjoyed every last bit of it,
0: yeah, it was like it was no super special thing when the clock hit twelve. It was just like, oh, we're talking and enjoying each other. We forgot it was midnight, like it was <laughs> it was a great time, so yeah, but nevertheless, um glad to be back. And so um our first podcast is new year themed I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, let's let's talk about a couple things in regards to that, right? Like
0: Yep. So the title of this podcast as you know cuz you clicked it is God versus your vision board.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> i feel like vision boards are just like from december to like even still now people are just like create your vision board your vision board's gonna be the best um you know indication of how your 2019 is gonna be let's create your vision board uh-huh. like having, having a vision board party and so we want to kind of dive into that um we want to talk about new year resolutions how to go about them um vision boards and you know what that can all mean, and then some a little bit of other stuff before we wrap up. So yeah, want to go ahead and start it off, Boo?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, the first thing we thought about with regards to 2019 was <clears throat> people need to learn to let their yes be yes and their no be no. I think this comes from the fact that, well, we all know the the stereotype, right? You start off maybe the first two or three weeks of January, and you got all these things that you're planning on doing, and then by the end of January, all that stuff, they say it all the time, like in the gym, the, the membership just all of a sudden drops as soon as February hits. Because of all the people who had their plans, quote-unquote, their resolutions, have already abandoned them.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, it's easy to just exist in our habits, right? And so I think um, what we want to encourage you guys to do is to be focused this year. Um, You know, try to accomplish things. Try to use um, God as your baseline in regards to... Um, praying to ask him to help you for strength and for discipline, for guidance, and then also um, tackling the things that you would like to change with God at the center. Like for example, um, a lot of people, they wanna lose weight, right? That's the first thing that people always say, well, this year I'm gonna drop these pounds finally, right? And then I think the reason why at the end of January things kind of go left and you're right back at square one is one of course, your habit, like I discussed, and then also because you're not really viewing the issue from a Christ level, you're just viewing it from a self centered issue, and we always cut ourselves slack, and that's what end up ends up getting us back to where we were and so, for example, if you you know want to lose a couple pounds or want to lose a lot of weight. Instead of saying, yeah, man, I really want to look great in this bikini or summer's coming up or really like um, try to look at it as like I have an issue with satisfaction. Instead of being satisfied with Jesus, I am not satisfied. So I it causes me to overeat because right. my, satis- my satisfaction um, is not in order. And so if you kind of think about it like that, I believe it can really help.
1: And by that, she means like think about it as a sin issue right how do I how do I see how do I accurately pinpoint a sin issue in my life and now I'm making a resolution to abandon that right and, and you know one thing I think about sometimes is I say to myself when people are tackling things that are sin issues let's say you're going into 2020 just projecting forward do I need to make a new resolution Maybe there might be some growth that I saw in nineteen in, in twenty nineteen that I just need to continue doing into twenty twenty. And I think a lot of us going into twenty nineteen ourselves need to learn to do that too. There are some good habits that you have done in 2018 and you just need to continue them. You need to you need to it's not necessarily make a new resolution, but you need to make a decision to Find what it is that you grew that that where you grew in twenty eighteen, and decide to capitalize on that. It's 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 almost it's basically sanctification.
0: Right, right. Because if you look at it that way, then you know sanctification takes time, and so instead of trying to do this complete reboot on your life, just kind of pick up where you left off. Of course, um, you know nothing wrong with starting a new, you know, journey if that's what you feel let you do um but it's also okay to just kind of stay where you're at and just pick up the pieces and just keep it it moving i feel mm-hmm. like it's a lot um easier that way um and it just allows you to be consistent and yeah. and stay the course
1: there's there's a level to where sometimes i think we we look at our our old selves and we idolize that picture of us or whatever, like, you know, maybe you think about yourself back in your high school days, right? And you say to yourself, "You know, I remember when I was blah blah blah, or this weight or that this waistline or whatever like that. And it's so funny
0: because you're not idolizing you it's a really good point because you're not idolizing. The work ethic you had, or the diet regimen you right. had, because more than likely back then you were probably in shape, but you were weren't doing anything. Like,
1: yeah, and like you, you and you were insane even then. Like but you, you just were, were eating, in shape. Yeah, like, of yeah, biology. Like, like
0: you were, you were a glutton back then, but biology helped you. And so even now you're like, oh, you know, I'm gonna get back to my high school or college weight, but it's like you don't want to get back to it because you were actually disciplined. You want to get back to it because of your like own selfish desire—the
1: image that you have in your head, the idol in your head of your old self. So yeah, which is why
0: it ends up being super hard because you didn't have those that training back then. Right, and you don't have it now. now. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, you want to go and take the next topic?
0: Um, I think I'm going to intro it, and I think you will be way better to explain it. <laughs> okay. So um, another topic which are, is our second point is don't shout your plans from the rooftop and we want to give you some scriptures um to kind of um back up what we're saying and then i'm gonna sam's gonna intro and i'm gonna follow it up with some um wrap-up points
1: yeah so we, we we ran across some proverbs we like to go through the proverbs and um when it came to thinking about the idea of new year's resolutions. We were looking at a uh, proverb chapter 10 verse 14 where it says a wise man lay up knowledge and if if you're not sure that's like King James language so laying up knowledge means it, in other words a wise man does not tell everything that he knows and it says but the mouth of a fool brings near, brings ruin near in other words the blabbermouth the guy who just says everything that brings typically brings ruin and then another proverb we saw was Proverbs twelve twenty three, where it says, the prudent man, which is someone who takes diligent care about the future, about what's coming up in the future, the prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of a fool proclaims folly. So in other words, you have the people who are wise, who are prudent, who care and take care of making sure they secure their, themselves for the future. Those people... They keep it in their heart. They don't. They keep their cards close to their chest. They don't tell everybody all their business. Yet it says the fool does the opposite, where he, you know, when he when he tells everybody his business tells says everything that's in his hand. The only thing that happens is folly. It's foolish. It's more foolishness. So <clears throat> we just thought, you know, when you do create whatever goals it is that you have in your life, make sure that you don't tell the world about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you're excited, right? I mean, you want, you have these new ideas, um, they're bouncing in your head, and you have all these thoughts, and you want to share them. Um, but I think it's important to strategize and also organize your thoughts, um, because thoughts being executed take takes work. And so, you know, having just an open hand, just... You know, leaves the table open for many things to occur. And I think there's wisdom in knowing when
1: to speak, how to speak, and what to talk about. What would you say, babe, is like one of the number one things that people shout from the rooftops as of late?
0: Hmm... I would say a uh, cut off season <laughs> like yeah. who they're going to X out of their lives or you know who <laughs> who they don't want to be friends with anymore or who didn't make the cut the 2019 cut you didn't make it like all of those things um and that too it's just kind of like um it's a reflection on your discernment
1: yeah it's kind of and
0: and and you know it's also a reflection on the fact that you probably haven't Confronted that sin yeah. that you think your brother has had.
1: I feel like such a statement it's almost like stubbing your toe, like you're stepping on yourself by stating that. Like if you have to say that 2018 certain people can't follow me into 28, it's like, okay, I see a very uh, a lot a lot of lack in discernment with you. Right. Especially I might if you're wanna, doing it I, every year. You might you might exactly <laughs> like I might want to distance myself. This is the fifth year in a row you've been cutting people off. I, you would think you would have figured it out by now.
0: Yeah, like, I'm, I'm tired of you. Like, just, just <laughs> stop, stop. Go in a corner, and when you figure out how to discern better friends, um, you know, come back to me. And trust me, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I've been that person, but as I've grown, I'm just like, I am tired of this. Like, God has, like, godly people that he wants to send into your life. He has people that he wants to be your community. And... We don't have time. Like, we're not at that place anymore. Like, you know, cutoff culture is just, again, it's a reflection of your discernment. And then also, um, depending on the person, Sometimes it's just a reflection on the fact that you don't know how to tarry um, with your brothers and sisters in Christ.
1: Say it again for the people in the back. Um,
0: and so, um, you know, be mindful of those things. Kind of like when you're showing your hand about who you don't want to be in your life. All these things are still a reflection of you.
1: Yeah, we have to learn to be patient with our brothers and sisters. Sometimes if you don't know, if, 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 if you're going to say to yourself, okay, I'm no longer going to be cutting people off. That means tearing. That even means also not just tearing, but confronting sin. You know, you're going to see sin in your brother and sister's life. And they should be allowed to tell you that if they see sin in your life, right? But you should be allowed to tell them also. You don't have to cut them off. We don't have to go to these extremes every time. We should learn to to reprove one another, to correct one another. And do it all, by the way, in love.
0: Right, right, right. And, you know to add to that though i think that you know if you are kind of confronting your brother in the sin or you guys are or whoever is doing the confronting i think that tearing is great but i think that if the sin repeats itself i do think that there is wisdom in you know maybe putting that person to the side until they mature in christ but it doesn't mean you have to make this broad announcement telling everyone almost as if you're trying to indirectly shame someone for no, longing, long, no mm-hmm. longer making the cut in your life because then it's kind of just like the motives are bad and it's not godly anymore.
1: Yep, I agree. I agree. Yep, hmm. so... This I'm next one, we're going to get into some sovereignty. Yeah. Oh, my favorite.
0: <laughs> Go ahead and kick <laughs> it off.
1: All right. Don't idolize your, your vision board over God's will. Now...
0: This is a big one. I think I was just waiting for the podcast to get to this, really. The other two was fluff just to, like, you know, buddy you up. But you have arrived to the actual podcast
1: now. The meat and potatoes. Right. All right. So let's talk about law of attraction versus God's sovereignty.
0: Yeah, I'm... That's pretty much what a vision board is. It's like you take a magazine, you cut out all of these, you know, trucks and cars and different things you want to accomplish. And you post it on the board and then you just like use your 2019 or whatever the year is Mm -hmm. and you try to accumulate those things. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, except for the fact that there's a whole god out here who like probably doesn't want you to have that or wants you to have something completely different.
1: Yeah. I, I totally agree, and not only that. It's even if you if you trace it back, um, the law of attraction and you know vision boards. This whole thing actually comes from it's an old pagan practice. Uh, essentially, when you're sitting here trying to say you're you're doing just like the pagans do, and they even say it in the Bible, where you're saying I can will these things into my life. You're saying these things. It's it's up to me to bring it about. And don't get me wrong, there is secondary causes, where we ourselves, we work to accomplish things that were already in God's will. That's good, but there is a level to which we have to realize everything that happens is up to God and God alone. So, you know, like James, in particular, uh, talks about this. You want to, well, yeah. So, James James 4, um, uh, verse 13 through 17, or 16, actually talks about this. And it says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profits. So in other words, you already talking about your plans and what you want to do for the new year and what you and how you plan on, you know, making all these strides and uh, profit. And then it says in verse 14, yet you do not know, Um, Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Yeah. It said that. It's in Scripture. So, you know, there's times in which we are arrogantly saying that the things that we want to come to pass must come to pass, right?
0: Right. As opposed to, you know, viewing it how God says it, where, you know, man plants his ways, but God orders his path. And so I think um, when you're Structuring your 2019, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with being organized. There's nothing wrong with being a planner. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't plan, but you should be able to still be content and still be able to act righteously should God show up and switch things up.
1: Exactly. Um, I think I've heard the example given where... You know, you've planned. You, uh, there was, all right, So the example I heard gave him was like a pastor plans a sermon. Right. And he planned on traveling over the states on a plane to go to this other congregation to give this sermon. Well, what does he do? Because he's because he he does not have a control over. all the the different factors, right? He doesn't control the plane, doesn't control the weather. But what does he do? He prays to God, right? He does his preparation for his sermon. He prepares the sermon. He buys the ticket ahead of time. He does all these things. Now, if the plane is fine and the weather is fine and the pilot is fine, guess where he's at on that Sunday? He's at that congregation where he flew to to give that sermon. But if things change then things change and it just that just means it was not in God's will for you to be there.
0: Right. Because what ends up happening is something goes left on your vision board. Maybe that card you put on there, maybe you get it and then you total it. Or maybe what? or maybe <laughs> or maybe something you don't achieve it and then the end of the year comes and you feel like such a failure or you feel so much guilt or anxiety because you didn't accomplish XYZ mm-hmm. when God is sovereign, and everything you complete at the end of the year is everything that God wanted you to complete at the end of that year um and I think that when we idolize our vision boards or we allow our vision boards to um take preference over god's sovereignty, it only can lead you to destruction to say the least
1: yeah, it leads you to deception also on on who's in the details, like one of my things my my mentor always says to me he's like it's not the devil that's in the details god is in the details and you know when you reflect back on the last year that you just passed and you think about your quote-unquote failures right well I, i want you to say to yourself for a second okay just because it did not come to pass the way that i planned it does that mean it was a failure or was there something else that i can actually look at and see that you know what God is fully in control here, and there was a reason why he didn't want me there at that particular place now, if it's because of your own sin, then you confront sin right and you stomp that out and you make sure that you 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 end that in twenty in in, in the next year coming up and and you continue that by the way it's not just something that you just end laziness for 2019 and then you know well we'll we'll pick laziness back up in 2020 no that's not how that works it's more so that you are continuing these aspects as you grow in sanctification um being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ
0: yeah and I think that's what makes um the the call or the walk in Christianity a lot more easier because it's a lot more understanding um as opposed to just having these goals and naming it and claiming it and then when God says actually <laughs> I'm laughing at that and we're going to do right. this actually um you know there's an explanation for why you know when you take God's sovereignty out of your new year or out of you know your life when because we we're, we we're, we live that anyway you know what i mean I, it's 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 amazing to me how people are still doing vision boards. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it's like, you know, we live out God's sovereignty every year. And yep. every year, most of the time, some of that stuff on your vision board does not get completed. Yep. But no one decides to connect the dots and say, hey, like maybe God's leading my life in the way he's leading it.
1: Yeah. Maybe he's showing me that I need to lean on him more in this area. That's why I... I I am able to reflect back and see my shortcomings. Like there's so many different ways in which we can righteously grow, but we're instead saying, you know, we're, we're just calling it failures and, you know, we're creating new vision boards for the next. It's like, okay, like that's not the way you need to kind of see your, your, when you're setting goals as a Christian.
0: Yeah. So to kind of wrap this up, I would challenge you to ask yourself, are you putting too much faith in your vision board? And if you are, replace that with putting faith in God's sovereignty
1: right right now um, always remember you don't have to wait till January 1st mm. right <laughs> like we, we we discussed this but you don't have to wait till January 1st to start changing guys maybe for those of you who you know you didn't go into the new year with a whole bunch of friends and festivities or whatever, but like, just because you didn't doesn't mean that you can't change now. You can, cha- you, you, you can always change now, or two months from now, or three months, or whatever time it is in which you are getting conviction in which you need to stamp this thing, this, this particular, you need to subject your flesh and make sure that, that, that the spirit man is what is taking over.
0: See, Sam and I kind of agree-disagree to because Sam feels like, well, if you start on January 1st, then you're just—it's not that you want to repent or do better. It's that you're idolizing the, the New Year holiday. And I don't believe that because, I mean, <laughs> like— I feel like okay, so if January first decides, it just happens to be the day that you decide. You know what? Like I've been in sin here, or I've been slacking in this area here. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do right. Why can't that be the day? Like, why is it such a problem? Because for I don't, January first to be that day. Want,
1: I don't want one day to be elevated above other days, and the reason why I say that is because, <laughs> well, as of late, I've been really just like. There are certain scriptures that I've seen where you know where certain men are regarding days above another, and when it, when you when you regard days above another, you forget what it is that daily you are called to do. So like you're you're always daily called to be growing in sanctification, yet you're just waiting until like these time markers to finally have the unction to to like you know to you know gird up your loins and be like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's like well. I appreciate the fact that you're using the, you're using the occasion to stamp out sin in your life or do whatever if, if you're, you know, let's say if you're following what we're saying as far as so far in the podcast. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't be scared to start in the middle of anything. Like, it doesn't matter when. You can start stamping sin out in your life right now.
0: Yes, of course you can, right? <laughs> you, But sometimes, some people need a little push. And if January 1st is that push, I personally have no problem with that. All because right. at least you're starting. At least you're, you know, beginning. At least, I mean, for me, December, I'm reflecting All month, and I don't know if it's because my birthday's in that month, but (laughs) I'm just like, How can I be better in life? Like, I'm a year older, is a new year coming? I got goals, man. You know what I mean? And so, if January 1st happens to be that day, like, do you tell the person, Uh, no, stop? like eating that healthy food, you need to stuff some sugar and carbs down your mouth until February because you're
1: idolizing the day.
0: Like, I don't think is that the
1: February they're gonna be eating chocolate for Valentine's Day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if you do it in moderation, that's fine. (laughs) And so yeah, I mean, but hey, you know, that's where we'll just
1: agree to disagree. Agree to disagree
0: right there. Uh, Okay. Love you,
1: love you, love you. Love you too.
0: So yeah, um but to, to To just you know give hubby the benefit of the doubt you can change at any time you do not have to idolize the day but you don't have to be afraid of the day either that's what i would say as my
1: final comment you know i don't disagree i like that statement that you say you don't have to be afraid of the day because the day itself is neither it can it can do nothing to you it's nothing you should be f- afraid of sounds like a familiar scripture jeremiah 10
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> all right guys um I think that kind of wraps up what we have today. Um, Not sure what the minutes are going to be looking like once we um, hit end record, but we have some new things that we're gearing up um, to release and also to um, just talk to you guys about a lot of topics that we've kind of had um, stored up that we'll be rolling out every week. So, you know, we're excited and we're happy to be back.
1: Right. Good to see y'all in twenty nineteen. Um, please leave your comments, likes, and shares in the uh, in the comment section below. So
0: yep, in the comment section on the post, and um, if you are on iTunes, um, please like and um, rate and you know write us a review, all there that good go. stuff. And um, we definitely want to expand um, the brand this year. So thank you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.